This is Kurt. And this is Tracy. And this is the MFG cast. Everybody, boys and girls, children of all ages, non-binaries, welcome to another board game edition of the MFG Cast. Sorry, it's been a bit. Me and Logan got the COVID. The COVID. Yeah, I know. I gotta love, hate. That. I know. I, that's why I said it. Oh. So this is your reminder to get vaccinated, get the booster if you can, wear a mask, and do the six feet thing. Please, please, please. We are vaccinated. Luckily, because I think if I wasn't vaccinated, I would have been a lot sicker than I was, because even being vaccinated, that sucked. So, uh, enough of that. It's good to be back, and good to be talking to you again. This episode, we're going to be talking about what we've been praying, what we've been praying, what we've been playing recently, and we're going to be talking about basically getting rid of your games and the ways that we do it and the pluses and minuses of each way of getting rid of games because, you know, sometimes, especially if you're us, we collect a lot of games and <laughs> sometimes you got to get rid of some because otherwise it just it explodes out the back. So uh, we'll be talking about that. So uh, before we go into the main topic, let's talk about what we've been playing recently. Oh, you want me to talk? Yeah, about I know. Yeah, do, do wow. some do some talking, would you? Well, you got really long winded there. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well, we decided to resurrect Board Game Arena. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, we. Well, I forgot. I don't know about you. Forgot that I had signed up for an account with Board Game Arena. Mm-hmm. And back in 2017 or something like that. Yeah. And so I resurrected my username and password for that and signed up for their yearly, like their plus account or prescription. (laughs) (laughs) They don't have a prescription, just so you know, like their premium account. Yeah. um, To be able to offer more games to us to play on there, which I think it will be an awesome option because... For those of you who have, or for those of you who haven't played on Board Game Arena, it is an awesome platform to use um, the interface and the um, games and how they have them set up seem so much easier than like Tabletop Simulator, I think, in some respects. I mean, at least what we've played so far. Just much more friendly. Yeah. Maybe not all the games that you would be looking for mm-hmm. necessarily, but I kind of throw it out there like, hey, they, I'm sure they'll be out there at some point. Yeah, it looks like a lot of them have, well, there's some games that are on that platform that actually have betas, so it's like they're 
figuring out how to work it out on there, and then eventually it'll be a game that's on there. So it's, I mean, just like any platform, it takes time to get those games on there and stuff like that. But Yeah. So um, when we decided to resurrect our board game arena account, we wanted to putz with that, and we ended up playing a couple games on there. Yeah, we played Patchwork and... Oh, yeah. I was trying to think of what we even played. Yeah, because we're trying to play some two-player games because that's a topic that we'll have for one of these episodes for next time. What's the Um, other game that we played? We played Patchwork. We played... Boy. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what the other game was. That one that you didn't want to play that was like a mix between... Oh, Lucky Numbers? Is that that... That the that was, was it called just lucky numbers. Yeah, uh, lucky numbers. Um, but we, I think there was one other game that we played. Yes, there was, and I can't for the life of me remember what it was. Oh, and um, we played Letter Tycoon. Oh yeah, that's right. Which was kind of a blast from the past because the first time we were introduced to Letter Tycoon was the first time we went to Con of the North. Yeah, and it was it was funny too because I remember that Con of the North because we we didn't really know what how to kind of work, do cons, because that was basically our first con, wasn't it? Um, or was Gen Con our first con? I forget. I think Gen Con was our first con, but it was our first time going to Con of the North. Yeah. And we didn't, you know, when you go to a con for the first time and you're, you want to become familiar with, like, the environment and the people and, you know, how they run the event, yeah. we didn't know how it worked. No, no, we, we definitely, one of our problems was is we, we decided to go so late that we didn't we weren't able to really sign up for anything until we got there because then people were kind of dropping something so like uh one of the fun things is we actually played a late night um game of uh skull king with taylor labresh and that was super fun because we had just some oddballs that were there and like we were just like shouting like skull king oh because it was a state tournament that's right and it, we couldn't believe no, that it was we a state championship. State championship, yeah. We couldn't believe that we actually got into the state championship, even though we never played the game before. Well, and then we realized that it didn't matter that it was a state championship <laughs> because no one, everyone was like, "What?" Yeah, but that game is still awesome. I would love to play that game again. I love Skull Game. Yeah. Well, we own it, so we could play yes, it again. Yes, I know we can. Um, so anyway, we digressed there, yeah. but um, we played Letter Tycoon. Uh, for those of you who haven't played that one, that one's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, that one is a, I would say it's kind of a paperback game mix, but you also add the ability to um, collect enough like credits or stocks to purchase letters that if other people use the those letters in their words then you earn points yep to win the game yeah or additional coins or yeah it's like it's like like it's like money yeah you get money for each so yeah so it's like a collaboration of a a bunch of different kinds of effects that happen and then some letters if they're more unusual letters or not as commonly used letters like a Z or a Y or something like that, then they actually also have special um, abilities abilities on them. Like you can add an S to the end of the word yeah, in, my, when you're playing and things like that. Yeah, I liked mine because mine was a V, which is terrible to get anyway, but it, 
uh, I was able to play two words instead of one word each time, which was pretty awesome. Which I didn't realize that that was yours, and so I was wondering why you were playing two words. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, mine was nice too because I could I could add an S to the end of my word, which got me more points and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah that. I forgot how much I like that game. I actually like playing it on Board Game Arena because then you don't have to, like, figure out points. and <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It does all the work for you. Yeah. And then Lucky Numbers, we didn't really, we just alluded to playing that. But that one, I had to kind of convince you to play that. It's a, what, a blend between, what do they say? Oh, gosh. Bingo and. Bingo and. Was it chess? Something like that. I don't know. Some Yeah. So, basically, it's like a. Uh, four by four grid? No. No, it's a five by. I think it's a five by. It's a five by five because there's twenty spaces and the and the numbers are one through twenty. Okay, five by five grid numbers one through twenty. I think Kurt and I have played this game before. It seemed very familiar. I was like, maybe I I had a dream about. I was like, I do not remember. You should have seen his face as he just looked at me. But maybe just. Maybe it just reminds you of another game. I don't know. It seemed really familiar to me. But basically what you're doing is you take turns going back and forth um, placing numbers. So the first time you're placing them on this grid, um, the fir- your first four numbers have to go on these diagonal spaces. And you can only place your numbers. They have to go in ascending order. Mm-hmm. So... Um, you can replace numbers that you've already be re- or that you've already placed. So let's say you um, have a number and it doesn't work in in your grid anymore. You can replace it with another one, and then it kind of goes in this space above on the board that is fair game for the other player to take, or they can blindly draw another. I think it's like a flower or something. No, it's you... a four leaf clover because it's lucky numbers. Oh God, I'm just like. <laughs> Hey, it could be a lucky flower. It could be. It is lucky, a lucky flower kinda. clover. Yeah. Anyway, so and then once you fill up your board and all your numbers are ascending orders, they have to are ascending order. They have to be run from left to right, up and down. They all have to. Yeah, work has, together. Yeah, it has to be ascending, going vertically and horizontally, and it's 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 kind of tough, you know. It's I like, love it. Kurt doesn't, but he kicked my butt anyway, and it kind of ticked me off. I don't hate it. I just don't love it either. It's like in between for me. And maybe if I play it more, maybe I'll like it. I like it because it's my kind of thinky game. Yes, yes. And I wish it was a one-player game because I would play it. Maybe at the time, maybe I just, my brain wasn't into thinky things. (laughs) Thinky things. Yeah, but... But yeah, uh, so we did we did that, and then um, we talked about how we also played Patchwork on there, mm-hmm. which will um, go towards what something else we'll talk about in a later episode. Sure. But uh, Patchwork, two-player game, for those of you who haven't played that, basically trying to build a quilt as you go around and collect buttons to be able to do use these polyomino pieces to mm-hmm. place on your quilt to try to fill up all the spaces without leaving any gaps. Mm-hmm. And I think I smoked you on that one. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm terrible at that game. I ha- I love playing it, but I also am very bad at it. Always, always bad at it. Yeah, 
uh, that's a. I don't know why I said yeah. I did not mean that. <laughs> yes, I just you meant, were always I bad. Just meant, yeah, that's fun. Game is what I meant to say. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. <clears throat> so sure. it was fun to play that on Board Game Arena. I think after we're done recording this, we're going to do some do more some of more. that. Yeah, for sure. What else have we played, though? It, we Since we haven't recorded for a while, we've also played some other games that we didn't play on Board Game Arena, but that hit our table, and we'll just talk about them really quickly. We played um, paperback, like, I know we talked about, we alluded to paperback when we were talking about Letter Tycoon. Mm-hmm. We played paperback. We hadn't played that for one, one for a while. No. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. It's been a bit. We played King Domino Duel. Yep. Um, yeah. And Jaipur. So yeah, it was cool getting King Domino Duel and Jaipur. That's a, a, another couple of games that are two-player games that we're going to be talking about in the future, but... That's kind of why I just kind of mentioned them versus getting into them via detail because I don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to go too far afield no, no. into ruining extra episodes for people. I mean, why would we do that? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's what we've been playing recently. I'm sure we're going to have a lot more to talk about here in the future. Uh, let's get into the topic at hand. Let's talk about like getting rid of our games and. You know, there's lots of different ways to do that and the benefits of doing it. I think we should, instead of saying getting rid of our games, recycling or cycling through our games. Or... Getting rid of them sounds like we're like, see you later, kick you to the curb, you or, suck. Or yeah. gifting our games to for a better cause. How about that? Whoa. Yeah, boom. That got really weird. Yeah, wordy. yep. No, I think it's good. Anyway... Gifting games so, for a better cause. So I'm sure some of you are go through the same thing as we do. And, you know, you like to buy games. And, you know, not all of them always hit your table. You know, you have that shelf of opportunity like we do. But that doesn't stop you from buying other games. <laughs> anyway, yeah. you know, you have to... Sometimes you want to have that new thing. Sometimes you want to get it so that you don't forget it. Things like that, I think we're kind of all guilty of. But what I feel like Kurt and I have been really good at doing lately is looking at the games that maybe we feel like won't hit our table as often, don't hit our table, or maybe don't bring us as much joy as they may have in the past. Mm -hmm. Or what other... Yeah, well, it's it's like it's like you've grown, grown past things. Like, some of the games we've gotten rid of recently are games that we had, we've had for, like, since the beginning or, like, close yeah. to that. Yep. And it's like, they're great games, but, like, there are other games that just catch our attention more. And instead of just letting them sit on our shelf and gather dust... It's we're able to, you know, give them to somebody that will, in, you know, really get into them and enjoy them more than we would. Or or there are even games that are that we own now that are very similar yeah. to those games that, you know, maybe added just one more element that we appreciate that we don't need both of them. Yeah. Both of those games in our collection or something like that. Yeah. So um, an example of that just. Just to throw it out there, not example of the um, adding another element, but um, games that we've had in our collection for a long time, and I think we had held on to it for a long time because it 
I think maybe was sort of symbolic or, you know, had that sort of reminiscent um, thing was when we first, when we went to our first Gen Con, Mm -hmm. we had overspent (laughs) going to our first Gen Con and bought a ton and ton of games and we got a lot of deals and I remember being in the the Rio Grande booth and we ended up buying um, the Bonanza games. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, we bought the original, and then we bought the Ladies and Gangsters. Was it an... That's not really an expansion, though. No, they say it's an expansion, but technically you could play those on their own. Yeah, so we bought those, and I feel like that game kind of... That has some... Like memories for me too, because we used to play those games when I had a little game group at work. Yeah, um, that we would play after after hours and stuff like that. So we held on to them for a while, but we were looking at our games like a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, "Why are we holding on to these? Mm-hmm. They haven't hit our table in years." Yeah, like is it symbolic because we bought them like at our first Gen Con whenever we went? What? 2015 2015 or something like that they haven't hit our table like are we holding on to it just to say we have them or are we holding on to them for some other reason and so i feel like we've done really well Mm -hmm. looking through them now like in general to be like sort of like a marie kondo if anyone's heard of marie kondo does this bring us joy Mm -hmm. like not that not that it didn't or doesn't or hasn't or whatever, but we feel like clearing them from our collection will will be able to present that type of joy or opportunity for somebody else. Yeah, for sure. I had a thought and now I lost I'm it because I'm no, it's okay. Because I was talking and talking. <clears throat> no, I think. No, I think I just, I was so concentrated on what you were saying that I just, I forgot what I was going to say, but I think I will just kind of add on like one of the other games that was like that too, like the, has some background or whatever is when we, we just got, um, we just sold our Dominion uh, games off. And like when we first start, when we first started this podcast, like that was a game that, you know, me and Mike and and Rick and But even prior to that. Yeah. Like, that was a game that we played prior to you even starting the podcast. Yeah. That we would play as, like, a, a kind of a game night with a couple. Yeah. Like, as a couple's game mm-hmm. night kind of thing. Yeah. And, um, but, I to be honest with you, I haven't really cared for Dominion for years. Yeah, I know. It's, it's and, one of those games that you you didn't like as much as other people did. I liked it back then. Yeah. But I think there's so much more out there now that, like, it just pushes that aside. And then it makes me go, I don't really care for this. And we tried. Like, I feel like if we ever didn't know whether or not we wanted to keep something as we were kind of going through them, we would would play them again just to see. And then we'd find a love for some things. And we'd be like, gosh, why did we even think about whether we wanted to get rid of this game yeah yeah exactly you know so but. so that i actually remembered now what i was thinking about before so like when we do our reviews and we have our rating scale like the the one that pops into my mind is the overlooked one so like 
if you walk by and you're like, oh, what games do we want to play today? You know, if you just keep passing by the same games every time you're like, oh, that game. And then you just <laughs> walk on by. Like, I think that says a lot of like, okay, obviously this is just not giving us enough joy or it there's just other things out there that are more important in our minds to play than these other ones. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not saying that these games are terrible, like you said, or like they're not worth our time. It's just, there's other games out there that we'd rather play. So like, why have, again, why have this one just sitting in our collection gathering dust? Well, that and the fact that like it, I think it's different too if maybe that day you just don't feel like playing it mm-hmm. versus another day you might. But I feel like we've also done really well, like, I don't want to use the word forcing, but I can't think of another word, forcing ourselves to play them just to see. Yeah. Like, do we want this still? I can't think of what game we did that with. That that, that we wanted to keep or that we got rid of? A game that we weren't sure whether we wanted to keep. So we played it again, and then we were like, at after we finished playing it, we wondered why we were wondering whether we were going to get rid of it. I think Bunny, Bunny Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's why we have a podcast together. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's exactly what it is. Because, like, I think I re- if I remember correctly, Dan introduced us to this, and, like, we only played it with him. And so we're like, okay, mm-hmm. No, we never played it with him. He just talked about it. Oh, he just talked about it. Okay. And then we so We ended up we playing it, it. ourselves. We ended up playing it, though, didn't we? We ended up playing it ourselves. Yeah. Well, you bought it. We played it ourselves, but it was it was fairly new into the into the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I think we read the, um, the instructions a lot, and we, you know, again, new to the game. And it was a little bit maybe more than we... Expected as expected, far as expected, like, yeah. Because like the instructions are pretty wordy, but the game itself is not actually super hard to play. Yeah, and I think that we played it. And we weren't sure how we felt. Well, it's not that we weren't sure how we felt about it the first time we played it, but I think it it took us longer to learn it than we expected. Yeah. And then when we when we brought it to the table this next time, when we weren't sure whether we wanted to keep it, we were like, why wouldn't we keep this game? Like, I think us reading the instructions a couple of years later, you know, based on playing other games, maybe kind of like that, and just the experience tacked on to being able to do that and go through the rules and stuff like that, I think lent for us to have a totally different feeling yeah and it was it was just really different yeah for sure so now i feel like we're going too far into other directions here let's talk about like hey it all comes back it all does come back to this yes so you know we're so getting can you play (laughs) some sort of emotional music i love how you're like it all comes to this no um (laughs) When it comes to getting rid of games, there's lots of different ways to do it. So, like, I'll just, I'll go through them quick and then we can kind of t- uh, hit each one individually. Just talk about what it for I a little bit. What if I say no? Well, then I don't know what to tell then you. Then we're going to turn this off. <clears throat> yep. Bye-bye. No. So, like, one of them is, like, giving them to, like, a Goodwill or, like, we have something called Savers. So, like, it's, like. Just a donation center. Or, yeah. Some place that resells things. 
another thing is to give them away to a board game group for like giveaways. Another one is donating to a board game group so they can have giveaways. And then the last one is just selling them outright on like board game pages like board game geek or you know you can do like trades and stuff like that like again facebook pages facebook pages stuff like that um one more would be just giving them away to someone you know oh yeah that's true yeah yep Yep, that's a good one which we've done yes so uh, let's talk about one that we've done recently actually tracy was nice enough to take a picture of a bunch of games that we had wanted to get rid of, but we wanted to kind of get a little bit back because there was quite a few of them, you know. We posted them on our board game groups, our local board game groups Facebook page. And so we were able to give people a chance to buy some games off of us, but also get really good deals off of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For super cheap. Yeah, because like we took, we took a look at what they sold online and probably sold them from half off to even 75% off, you know, that kind of thing. We were just, we just wanted to get a little bit back just because we felt like a lot of the games we were getting rid of were still, you know, really good games. And also like we did, we did, I feel like we're, we're really good at like keeping our games intact and not like destroying them or like, you know, really like wearing them down yeah like yeah. even i i was even surprised with like the dominion and bonanza since we'd have we'd had those for so long how good in condition those were well i was i was um looking through one of the dominion because we sold three of the dominion games that we had and the one i was looking through dominion adventures i think i almost called it adventures that's why i was hesitant mm-hmm. Um, didn't even look like we had played it. <laughs> I know it's crazy. It's crazy. Like yeah. I think the one that we've played the most, besides the original two, was the Prosperity one, and that one looked like very like it hadn't been played very much either, which was interesting. But anyway, going too far afield again. The uh, the fact that we were able to get some of these games in these people's hands, like we had a couple of people that were like, "Oh my god, I've been waiting. I've actually had this on my list for a while." Yeah, I had I had one one person from the board game group that was like, I just added this to my wish list, and it was for Bonanza. And um, you know, no judgment here because you know we've had it for a long time. Yeah. But I don't even know how when that game came out. Yeah, it's like early. I think it was like end of the. The end of the 1900s. Like, it was literally, like, 97 or something really? like that. Yeah, I'm pretty but, sure. But it doesn't matter. I mean, it really doesn't matter. No. But she had said, I just added this to my um, my wish list. I And then I saw you post it, and I was like, oh, my gosh. You know? And I don't I don't know how much that game retails for. But. Um, yeah, 97 is when it came shush, out. Shush. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so she was really excited to get her hands on that. And then, um, you know, there were other requests for, like, hey, is Dominion the second edition because I want the newer cards? Well, it wasn't because we had had it for a while. But, I mean, people were excited for, oh, um, what did we sell? Oh, we sold Res Arcana. Yep. 
not because it's probably not a good game, but because we just didn't really. I got it for gift, and um, we didn't really probably appreciate it as much as other other people did. Yeah, it just didn't really catch us like it it has other people. Um, in fact, it's probably one of the only games that I wanted to flip the table <laughs> on. So I remember we actually talked about that on the podcast too. So. We sold it so that our marriage would stay together. <laughs> and the guy that bought that was really excited because he was he was looking to purchase that game too. So he got a good deal on that. I think we sold that one for 20 bucks. Yeah. And uh, we had played it once. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, but we didn't need to let him know, hey, we don't like this game because this might break up our marriage. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, I mean, there were a ton of other games. I think... We ended up selling like six games to one person, um, all the Dominion games to another person. But but then we, what we're really excited about is we can turn around and take that money and we can buy more games. Yay. We can um, actually buy, buy things that we're excited about now. Yeah. You know? um, another thing that we've also done in the past is, um, because we've done this several times, is gone through and just looked through our games to see, you know, what... What do we want still? What don't we want, you know, based on um, these types of items and to see whether or not, you know, this brings us joy. Are we going to bring this to the table anymore? Those types of things. We've given away games to people that we know Yep. that are also in the hobby. We've showed them like stacks of games that we want to get rid of and then they pick through them. Is he too loud? Stacks of games. And then they tell us which ones they want. So I've given some to somebody I've worked with, a couple of people I've worked with, mm-hmm. people that we know, you know, that kind of thing. Because we're really not looking for a profit all the time. I think sometimes it's just nice to mix it up. Yeah. Um, we've donated games to our local board game group. In fact, if we, what we don't sell, we probably will end up either giving them to that maybe or... Um, we've dropped off at thrift stores before mm-hmm. too. What else have we done? Did I cover all of them? Yeah, things? I think you just I mean, covered everything. We've now. tried every avenue. Yeah. Um, just just cause. Yeah. Oh, we've we even brought games, stacks of games out to New York when we went out there oh, yeah. years ago. Yeah, that's right. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, that's until right. just now as yeah. we were talking. So yeah, it's just you know it's it's nice to be able to get get our old games into hands of other people that will appreciate them more, you know, and get them to the table more. Where it's like us will just brush past it and want to play something else that we're really excited about at the moment, and then you know these other people they'll get these games and they'll be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it! I you know been wanting to play this for a while, you know. That kind of thing. Like, we've even had, like, the people that we've given our games away to, like, be like, oh, I just played this the other day, and, I, and I'm and i glad I was able to. You know, it's cool that I actually have this game now, and now I'm really excited to play it. You know, it, it again, going back to the filling you with joy thing, like, it also fills us, fills us with joy when other people are excited about something that, you know, that we, we've given them, you know? Yep. It feels good to do that, you know? Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's it's cool to it's nice to be able to to have 
the also it's also nice to have the ability to do that you know like we don't we especially with like covid and you know the pandemic and stuff like that we haven't really done as many things here as we've wanted to so like we'll buy an extra game or something like that and play it and have fun with it you know so it's are you kidding we buy more than an extra yes i know we have it's just that's just an example (laughs) no i know but you know it's nice to be able to have the ability to you know even though we're not doing these things we'll save up some money and get a couple of games and play them have fun and then you know if we get rid of some stuff and like it doesn't like I don't feel like it's not worth it. You know, if we buy a game and then, uh, you know, after a while we're like, oh, we need to get rid of it. Like, I don't, I feel like we're not the people, we're not the type of people that are like, oh, we just wasted money by buying this game. Like, a lot of times with these games, we've gotten a lot out of it. So, like, if you want to, like, say, like, the, not the quality of a game, but, like, the, I'm trying to think of the word, like, the, the value, that's what I'm trying to think of, the value of a game. So, like, you pay $50 for a game. If you've had it for, like, say, even five years and you've played it, like, even three or four times, like, I feel like you've gotten, you know, the value of that game. You know, you've played it enough to where you've gotten, you know, enough out of it. It really would be more value than going to a movie. Yeah, for sure. Because it now... Because it's so expensive to go to a movie. Yeah. You send three people to a movie with snacks and it's like 50 bucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and now you have something to keep that you can continue to play and play and play. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It seems like a no-brainer. Yeah. That's just me. So even if you're, if you say you're selling that game and you're only selling it for like 10 bucks and it's a $50 game, like... You've gotten all your value out of it. You're just getting a little bit, a little bit of something back that you know you can use for anything towards, really. Towards another, you can do another board game, or you can save it for you know food, or you can save it for laundry. You could save it for anything, you know. Right. So we've done. I think we've. Uh, I will pat my, pat ourselves on the back. I think we've done a pretty good job of what you would call recycling board, our board games, you know? Yeah. What did you say originally that I like? <laughs> Getting I don't rid even, of them? I, yeah. Or something? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, like filtering through or <laughs> psych, recycling them yeah. pretty much. Yeah. It's like, uh, what's that movie? Reusing um, them? Uh, what's the movie? Uh, pass It Pass It Forward? What is that one called? Uh, keeping It Forward? What the heck is that movie? Oh, I can't think of it. Just a minute. Pay it forward. Pay it forward. That... I'm like, I'm like, be quiet for a minute because I think I'm gonna get it. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel like that's a good term. Paying it forward, you know, just letting other people have the chance to play these fun games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like we're just throwing them away, except for the ones that they can't play anymore, like um, ones where we're tearing up cards yeah. and stuff yep. like that, like escape rooms and stuff like that. Stuff that we're just legacy games. Like we're I was like, use. I can't think of the term right now. Like it's, <laughs> it's a legacy game. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, um, have you? What's your uh, method to getting rid of your games? Do you, you know, do you, you know, 
donate them? Donate them? Do you sell them to friends? Do you put them on BGG? Do you straight up throw them away? Like, I know people that do that, and I'm like, Shut up. that is ridiculous. Why would you just throw them away? Uh, I don't know. I hey, think people are if insane. this doesn't bring me joy, nothing will. Yes. I'm going to throw them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's not right. Yeah. Let let them bring joy to other people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, how do you do that? So let, let us know at MFGCast on Twitter, at Mrs. Og. Um, yeah. Um, we have a few things coming up in the future here. We've got some ideas for extra board game episodes. We're also going to do a little fun thing. We're going to have our own little con. It's going to be more of an online thing for us. We're going to play some games with some friends of the show that you already know. We're going to have some topics of conversation. So that, that will be something that will be for some future episodes. Uh, if you aren't a part, or if you aren't subscribed to our YouTube channel, we're going to have another board game episode on February 18th at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. So if it's something that you you have a little uh, time to uh, watch a little fun little board game show, I wrote up a bunch of fun stuff. Uh, we're going to have kind of uh, most of our... Uh, usual suspects. Us, yep, usual suspects and, and a couple of other people that you may have not have heard from from a bit on the podcast. So from yeah, for a bit, you mean? For a bit, whatever. English, <laughs> I don't know it. Hard, 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 English. hard, hard. Anyway, uh, yeah, and lots of different things come up in the future. If you're, uh, if you haven't heard already, if you don't listen to our role playing episodes, we started a campaign for Core Noir. Um, so if you're interested in listening to something like that, we have a fun little, uh, uh, RPG session where it's, I'm the, um, GM and John Haremza is playing, uh, George Armstrong, uh, one of the noir characters in that. And he's investigating, a murder of a taxi, murder. taxi, uh, icon. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, got a lot of stuff going on. So, again, thank you for listening, and until next time, I'm Kurt. And I'm Tracy. And this was the MFG Cast. Goodbye, everyone. See ya. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.